you've found the Rock Hesperia and are on your way to building a solid life. We make disciples here. If you, your children, or anyone comes to Jesus, hears his sayings, and does them, your life will become solid. So let's get to it. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for responding. I'm so excited to see you guys today. I have served in kids ministry and led kids, kids ministry for a long time, so I'm not used to grown-ups, okay? Which means pay attention, okay? <laughs> if I see you getting antsy, we will get up and we'll sing Father Abraham, okay? <laughs> so we can move around, get all our fidgets out. I was dropping my kids off this morning and they have a huge Connect Four board, and they're like this tall and like this wide. And I think that is awesome. So exciting. There was a huge part of me that wanted to stay there and play, okay? Um, so before I get started, I want to share one thing with you. I really encourage you to go to Rock Conference this week, every day except Saturday morning. Um, what I'm going to share with you today, part of this was freedom that I received as the Lord ministered to me through one of our pastors at Rock Conference a year and a half ago. Um, I was struggling with a few things, and I went for a time of ministry, and she spoke directly to the need that I had. The lies that I was hearing from the enemy, she spoke three words to me that exactly and directly counteracted those lies that I was hearing. So do whatever you can to be there and receive from the Lord. It's going to be a good time. So if you were with us last week, my husband sang to you. I'm not going to sing to you, okay? So lower that expectation, all right? <laughs> Today we were talking about I am who you say I am. God is so good. His love for us is so big. And he wants us to know his love for us. Um, I just had the scripture reference that I lost it. The word says that God demonstrated his love for us. That while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's the picture of that physical demonstration that God gave us. And it's so good. I'd like you to open up with me to James chapter 1. We'll look at verses 22 through 25. It says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Verse 25, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. I'd like us to all read verse 25 together. Let's read it out loud and loudly and believing that this word is for us today. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer, sorry, this one will be blessed in what he does. 
Sorry, I just wanted to wait for the screen to get there so we could all be together. But I think you guys still got it. So last week we heard, I am who you say I am. Pastor Jeff brought us through some great scriptures that tell us who we are, who God says we are. A few of those were James 2.23. says, and the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. So we learned that we are all friends of God. Another one, 2 Corinthians 5.21, and he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So we are the righteousness of God. And a third one, Romans 8.37, says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So we are all more than conquerors. So we're going to continue in James 1, and we're going to learn how to live a life of knowing who God says we are. Verse 22, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So when you hear and you don't do, you're only deceiving yourself, okay? Not anyone else, just yourself. You're thinking, oh, I have the magic wand. I heard it happened. No, that's not true. There's no magic wand running around. Oh, you heard the word. It's done. Verses 23 through 24. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. So we hear this word, and if we don't do, we go out and immediately forget. We walk out of this room and immediately forget. Oh, I'm so hungry. Is it lunchtime yet? What are we eating for lunch today? Right? Those things come into our minds. The physical stuff. Why is my kid throwing a fit right now? Doesn't my kid know that I'm hungry and tired too? And that word is gone. The enemy puts lies into our head to try to steal those seeds. Right? These are just different ways that the word is stolen from us and that we forget, and it's gone when we only hear. So I don't know about you, but one thing that I don't want to forget is who God says I am. I want to remember who he says I am. If we forget who he says we are, then how will we transform into that person? How do we ever really transform? How do our minds ever really become renewed if we forget what he says to us? We need that transformation. We need to remember that we are new creations in Christ. We need to remember that we are God's workmanship and that we are children of God. If you forget, then what is the point of any of that? What's the point of being a child of God? If I don't remember that I'm a child of God, what's the point of being a new creation if I don't remember that I'm a new creation? Because in all the lies, they come in. The circumstances happen. Things are not perfect. 
And if we don't remember these things, then what was the point of any of it? We have to walk in the authority that God has given to us. And we're going to be able to do that when we remember what he says to us. So we have to get past hearing what he says. So when we forget, if we forget, then the enemy has a place to come in and put lies into our heads, right? He says, really? Are you a child of God? Does God really love you like that? He says, remember before you got saved? Remember who you were then? Are you really that different now? Right? It happens. Have you really changed, he says? Because to me, you look the same. You still look weak. They're all lies. None of that is what God says to us. Not a single one of those things is what God says. God says that we are more than conquerors. God says that we are friends that we are his, that we are his new creation. So if those lies come, say, be quiet, Satan. In the name of Jesus, be quiet. I am more than a conqueror. I am a child of God. I am a new creation. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because God said that I am. And that's all that matters is what God said. So then how do we keep from forgetting? How do we move past being that hearer only? And how do we walk out of here and remember what he said? Verse 25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So this teaches us that we have to become doers. We have to move past hearing, and we have to move in to doing what he says. We have to continue in the perfect law of liberty, continue in his word, and become doers. We have to be doers of what God says we can do, doers of who he says we are. We just made the declaration, right? I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. We're only going to get there by doing what he says. And if we want to be blessed in what we do, if we don't want to live that same old life of being powerless, of being fearful, of being defeated, all of that negativity, we have to move out of hearing and into doing. So here's the question. How do I do who God says I am, right? Because who God says I am is not like a doing kind of phrase. So what is the action behind that? First, we continue in the word. 
read the word and know what it says, know the truth in the word and what it says about you, what it says about your neighbor, what it says about your kids. Know what the word says. Continually be in it. Second, declare over yourself who God says you are and what God says about you. So as we continue in the word and we know what the word says, we need to declare those things over us, over ourselves, over our own lives. Get it into our ear gates. Hear it so it gets down into our heart. Plant the seeds. Water them so they grow and they flourish. Third, live as the person that God says you are. Actively live as that person. Through your imperfection, through your learning, through your growth, right? As, as I start a process, I may not be perfect at it. What? Is anyone else like that? I cook. I didn't say I cook well. Sometimes I cook well. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I follow the instructions, and it turns out pretty gross. I think I followed the instructions. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. So I made these enchiladas last night. And in our house, if it is outside of what normally happens, usually doesn't go too well. So we are used to chicken enchiladas. Well, last night we had sweet corn enchiladas. Sounded like a fun idea. Everyone hated it. <laughs> so I told my kids, listen, just eat half of the enchilada because it's not always perfect, right? We don't always get to have the meal that we want. We're not having hot dogs every day. We're not having mac and cheese every day. We're not having pizza every day. We tried something new and we're all going to get through it together right? So I said, eat half of the enchilada, and then I will give you a cookie, and we will never eat these again. <laughs> then we were cleaning up, and I walk into the kitchen, and there is a post-it note on the microwave over the stove. Not signed, so it's anonymous, but I know who wrote it, because I recognize this person's handwriting. It said, please never make sweet corn enchiladas again. Okay. No problem. So, I cook. We have to stay alive, right? So, somebody's got to do it. So, I'm going to live as the person that God says that I am. If God says that I'm his friend, which he does, that I'm going to live not as his slave, not as, like, under his thumb, but as his friend. He doesn't order me around, but he builds me up in the truth that he says about me. Just like our earthly friendships, we have a good relationship with somebody, we can have fun together, right? We can talk and have conversation that's the friend that our almighty God is to us. His word says that we are more than conquerors. 
I'm going to live as an overcomer. I am going to live in the fullness of the authority that he has given me because I am more than a conqueror. I am a child of God. God is my father, and every good and perfect gift comes from him. Praise the Lord for that. I thought about Isla. She's not quite two. She doesn't string sentences together. She doesn't speak clearly yet. She wants a snack. She walks over to the pantry, puts her hand on the handle because she has been told, do not go in that pantry because otherwise she gets everything out. So she stands there. She puts her hand on the doorknob and says, snack, snack, yes, whatever you want. I will get you a snack, right? Because you've been taught not to just go into that pantry and get whatever you want, right? But you're showing me what you want. You're asking for it. Man, as my child, I love you. I want to give you those things that you want. And that is exactly how our Heavenly Father feels about us. He wants, he wants to give us everything that we ask for. Number four, resist the enemy. John 10.10 says, The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. When you've continued in the word, knowing what it says about who you are, you have the tools to stop being manipulated by the enemy. Imagine the freedom when you have done what the word says, when you are a doer of the word, and you walk in that authority that God has given you. You submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. God said it. He doesn't lie, so it's got to be true. That's all there is to it. Let's look back at verse 25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So not only do we find freedom when we do what he says to do, but we're blessed when we do it. It's so good to listen to our Lord and be obedient to him and let him take care of us and let him lead us and let him provide for us and let him tell us who we are. How good is that? If you're a parent, don't you just love to tell your children all of the good things that you see in them and build them up and encourage them? God does the same thing with us. He says, daughter, I love you. You're my child. You're my friend. You are accepted. You are not condemned. You are accepted and you are loved. My son, you are my new creation. Forget the old ways. You're restored and you are made new. He's so good to us. So the blessing doesn't come in hearing. The blessing comes in doing. I don't know about you guys, but I like blessing. Right? It is a good place to be in a place of blessing. 
when I know that I'm a friend of God, I am blessed in increased intimacy and relationship with our almighty God. That's a blessing. When I know that I'm more than a conqueror, I am blessed because I understand that I get to operate in all the authority that God has given me. When I am a child of God and I come past hearing to doing and living as a child of God, I'm blessed because I get to join his family and he continually leads me. And that's what he says to all of us. I'll bless you. Live in this place that I want you to live in. He says, my word is full of descriptions of how I see you and who you are and what I have made you to be. I have taken you out of sin, out of a life of darkness, and I call you my own. The creator of the heavens and the earth. I look outside at night, and I look at the stars, and like these are only the stars that I can see. And I am blown away that there are stars in the sky. I mean, they're beautiful. Like, at a minimum, it's just beautiful to look at. Forget all of the science that is behind light traveling. They say that all of these stars, some stars, I don't know which ones because I'm not a scientist, are already burnt out, but because of how long it takes for light to travel through space, all around space, I don't know, these stars are already burnt out. But I can see them. God created them. We're created in his image, in his likeness. Let's not only hear what he says about us, but let's do what he says about us. Let us be the people that he says that we are. Let us be the creations that he says that we are. Let's let him renew us. Okay? Let's let him be our Lord, our master, our owner, our controller, our decision maker. Let's let him do that and come in and transform us. Because it is a good place to be. Is transformed by God. He's huge. So here's what I want you to do now. Are you ready? Get ready. If you have a pen and a paper, if you have a phone, anything that you can make a note with, we're going to go on a little journey together. I am going to read to you some descriptions, some things that God says about who we are, what he says about us. And I am here believing that every single person in this room is going to hear one of these descriptions and know that it is God speaking to them. That you're going to know that God is saying, this is the area where you have heard lies. This is the area where you're not quite believing me yet. And I want you to know that this is true about you. 
He has got it for everyone here today. So as I read these to you, when you hear the one that's for you and you're going to know it, I want you to write it down. Don't hear the ones that come after. Don't even worry about it. Okay? Because they're all good. And you're going to love all of them. But the one that is for you today, right now, I want you to write it down. So is everybody ready? Okay. Thank you for answering me. You guys are awesome. All right. God says, you are a child of God. Write down the scripture reference, too, when you hear the one that's for you. God says, you are a child of God. 1 John 3, 1. Behold, what manner of love is this that the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Friend of God. James 2, 23. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. Justified and redeemed. Romans 3.24. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. More than a conqueror. Romans 8.37. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Accepted by Christ. Romans 15.7 Therefore, receive one another, just as Christ also received us. A new creation in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Chosen, holy, and blameless before God. Ephesians 1, 4. God's workmanship created to produce good works. Could you get Ephesians 1, 4 for me, please? Thank you. Thank you. Chosen, holy, and blameless before God. Ephesians 1.4 Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. God's workmanship created to produce good works. Ephesians 2.10 I have to get this one too, sorry guys. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.
before the foundation of the world. He knew. He knew us. He knew all about us. Who we are, what we're like, all of our days. And now we get to walk that out. So hopefully you wrote one down along with that scripture reference so you can remember it and declare that over yourself. Now, I want everyone to stand up with me. So we have continued in the word together. We've been in the word. We've heard it. We know what it says. We found what the word says about who we are. So right now, before we leave this place, we are going to declare these things over ourselves. Whatever you wrote down, I want you to declare it over yourself. We're not going to leave this place not doing what he says to do. So have your note in front of you. Be ready. So together, we're simply just going to say aloud, I am. And then the truth that God says about you. Don't worry about what people next to you are saying. It's all good. Okay? I want you to think about yourself and what God has said to you today. And declare and believe and hear what God says to you. So out of our mouths we declare, I am a friend of God. One more time. We're gonna, I want you to do it loudly. I want you to be excited about what God is saying today. I want you to believe that this is for you, even if it doesn't feel like it in your flesh, okay? Because that's not the truth. The word of God is the truth. And by declaring it, we're putting it out there into the spirit. This is who I am. This is what God says about me. None of those lies, none of those distractions but what God says about me. So loudly and with boldness and with confidence, because God loves us. He loves you. And he wants this for you. So I'm going to count to three. And loudly and boldly and confidently, we're going to declare what God says. Ready? One, two, three. Three, I am more than a conqueror. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jen, stay up here just for a second. You know, what, what Jen's talking about is this action, this intentional, I'm going to practice this. I'm not just going to hear this on Sunday morning, but it is going to be something that I am doing. And I love that. I am doing what God has said about me. And I'm doing it, and I'm going to repeatedly do it. And generally, ask you a question. How often should we be saying what you just told us to say? All day, every day. 
I want you just to take that in, okay? Because this will change your life. If you make a decision that when I get up in the morning and I hear that lie and I'm going to speak out of my mouth, I am, I wrote down for me, I wrote down I am chosen, holy, and blameless. I need to hear that right now. Lord is speaking to me. I need to hear repeatedly all day, every day, I am chosen, holy, and blameless. So whatever it is that the Lord spoke to you, you need to be hearing that repeatedly. And so I just want to ask Jen to pray over us that we would be doers of the word, that we would be those who wake up, drive to school, drive to work, cook dinner, even if it's sweet corn enchiladas. Whatever we're doing, that as we're doing that, we are speaking out of our mouth and we're saying, God, I thank you that this is who I am. Your mouth has to open, right? We all know how to do that, right? Open up our mouth. We know how to do it to eat, but we need to do it to speak as well and to be declaring these things. So Jen, will you pray over us that we will be courageous this week to put this into practice and that nothing will hold us back from that? Pray over us. God, we come boldly to you today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. We thank you that you have the answer to every single thing that we need. You have the words that counteract the lies, that counteract the doubt, the insecurity. We thank you that we do not have a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. I declare over every person in this place today that they will go forth with strength, with courage, and with hope in you. I pray that they will constantly declare out of their mouths your truths of what you say about them. Even when it's hard, even when it doesn't feel good, even when we just want to be down in the dumps, Spirit, get up and speak out. Speak out the truths out of your mouths. I declare that we have courage today in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, for the words of truth in Jesus' name. Amen.